This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I'm super excited about today's show. Today, we're going to be talking about finding the best version of you and helping you remember to count all your wins. Right, so I see this time and time again. I see people that get on a good a good streak and things are going well in their life. They've had a drastic improvement, done a major U-turn, and things are going in the in the right direction. And they start forgetting to count the small wins. Now we all love the big, huge victories. We love the big, huge victory celebrations, but uh, life is really made of all the little bitty small wins, the small things that go in the right direction. And when you get just a few little things right here or there, that's ultimately what makes the biggest difference. You know, I love to help, I love to help pro athletes, you know, win win games and, and win at whatever they do. But um, some of the biggest wins are when you see somebody who can't walk and uh, you can help them and before long they're walking. I mean those are the those are the things that are pretty pretty awesome. People that you know couldn't drive and now now all of a sudden they get their health and their life back and now they can drive or couldn't go out of town and couldn't go on vacation with their kids and grandkids and now they can do that. So so it's the small things. It's the little things that matter the most. And I, I had a really interesting thing happened yesterday and I was I was in this follow-up consult with this patient and she came in and um, she came in 28 days ago and 28 days ago uh, as I was doing her initial consult I met her for the first time and we were talking I saw this person who was clearly exhausted defeated um, almost all but hopeless just really feeling like uh, like she was done she was cooked she had had a, a couple of near misses a couple of brushes with death over overall health and it was mainly a major a major major weight issue and she didn't she didn't really have any energy she didn't have any fire she really really was just defeated and as i started into the consult started talking to her i said you know i kind of wrote out a plan and i said we're going to we're going to start from scratch we're going to get we're going to get new blood work i'm going to teach you how to read your blood work we're going to i'm going to teach you how to read your own body we're going to get you on the right vitamins and supplements and we're going to see what happens but i really truly believe over the next over the next 40 days you're going to see a radical transformation and we got her started, and when we got started, uh, she was able to lose 14 pounds in seven days. And 14 pounds, seven days, I'm thinking, okay, we've, we've got a little traction. She came in, totally different person. She's smiling, she's energetic, she's excited. She can see that she has a future, and obviously the plan that we put in place was working. So <clears throat> she came in yesterday, and she's 28, she's 28 days into the program, and she said, I'm stuck. It's not working. Uh, I don't know what else to do. And I looked in her file and I saw that she had lost 42 pounds in 28 days. So 42 pounds, 28 days. And this person is totally back to that defeated state, the mentality of it's not working. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew it was too good to be true. And I just stopped for a minute and I said, where else in your in your when else in your life have you ever lost 42 pounds in 28 days and she explained to me that basically the best she'd recently done she she'd lost 15 pounds before coming to my office but it took her 3 months it took her 3 months to lose 15 pounds and here we are in 28 days she's lost 42 pounds so 
I said, there's not too many places in the world that you can go and lose 42 pounds in 28 days. And she said, well, I guess you're right. And I said, do you really realize how much weight 42 pounds is? And I have this, I have this model of this uh, one pound of fat. And I, I handed it to her and I said, you've lost 42 of those since you started here. I said, if I get a backpack and put 42 of these these fat uh, fat models in a backpack and have it have you carry it around in the front of your body uh, for for the rest of the day. You're going to be exhausted by the time the day's done. And she went on to say, she said, you know, she kind of perked up, kind of smiled. She said, well, you know, my skin on my legs is starting to heal. I don't have all the discoloration in my feet and and ankles, and my feet and ankles aren't nearly as swollen as they were. And she started instantly telling me about all the things that were going right, and. I said, yeah, you have a lot to be proud of. I mean, this is this is the best start you've ever had in your entire life. This is something that you've been fighting your entire life. And now you have the most traction. You're doing the best you've ever done. And you shouldn't expect you shouldn't expect anything more than what you've already already done. You're doing you're doing fantastic. All we have to do is stay the course. Now, obviously, she lost a whole bunch of weight in her first week. And I think this past week, she'd only lost six or seven pounds, uh, six or seven pounds in one week, which is fantastic. But she expected every week to be like the first week. And I said, well, you know, it's not always like that. But the six or seven pounds you lost this week are six or seven pounds that you didn't gain. So it's kind of a double victory. But remember, count all your victories. You got to count all your wins and use every single win as momentum. I mean, when I when I hop out of my my truck and I look down and I see a penny or a dime or a nickel, I pick it up and I'm like, yes, score, win. Let's go get them for the rest of the day. Let's take this momentum to, to the rest of the day because things are clearly on our side. They're moving in the right direction. Uh, I don't even care if it's heads or tails. I'm just like, score, win, free dime, free penny, let's roll on. So uh, look for the wins in your life and don't don't just blow over them. Um, it's so easy. We all have this mechanism of self-sabotaging ourselves when uh, whenever we whenever things start going better than we expect, right? So when we're having results that exceed our expectation, uh, whether think life is just going way better, a lot of people have this mindset that, oh no, it's going good, so something bad's about to happen. As soon as you have that thought, you're bringing bad things into your life. Okay, so you're bringing all of this bad energy right into you. As soon as you, you know, make more money and get yourself out of debt, and you're thinking, well, things are going to start breaking now. Now that now that I have a little extra cash, you're bringing that into your life. I mean, we get what we think about. If we think about nothing but success and happiness and a, a life of abundance, that's exactly what we get. But if we think about a life full of fear and anxiety and worry and 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 debt and and brokenness, that's exactly what we get. And that's why broken people tend to hang around broken people, and successful people tend to hang around successful people. So we share that energy. So when she came in, she came in a, a fragment of the person that came in the very first, you know, 28 days ago. She kind of went back into that mindset, into that who that person was and, and, and the way she was going about her life and her outlook and her view. And then I quickly changed it because I knew that she couldn't continue her success if her mind was the same person it was 28 days ago. That person was defeated. That person was beat up. That person was frustrated. That person was pretty much hopeless. 
And now all of a sudden we've had a new person for 27 days. I don't know what happened on the 28th, but on the 28th day, she was kind of creeping back towards, towards that mindset. But uh, after I explained to her that um, not not too many people could do what she's done and she should be very proud of where she's at and count those wins, all of a sudden her demeanor changed. She was fired back up. She was ready to go. So I'm interested to see what the next what the next 15 to 20 days look like. I venture to say she's probably going to lose over 60 pounds in a 40 day period which is pretty exciting. Uh, it's definitely exciting when you've when you've had an issue such as weight for your entire life and never been able to overcome it. It stopped you from doing everything you've ever wanted to do. It stopped her from being everything she wanted to be. And clearly, there's no telling how many times a day she has a thought of, I would like to do this, but I can't because of my weight. Or I'd like to go here, but I can't because of my weight. Uh, I can't imagine what that must feel like, but I, I know it has to happen time and time again. So these are these limiting things. And I went on to explain to her, you know, I want you to spend all of this energy instead of thinking about being stuck or it's not working. I want you to spend all this energy thinking about what are you going to do in your, with your life when weight is not an issue anymore because it is on the horizon. So we've got to be preparing for the future because eventually this lifelong problem is going to end, right? So it's not truly going to be a lifelong problem anymore. We're going to get past this, but what is your life going to look like? What are you going to do when this isn't an issue anymore? This isn't the reason that you can't, and this is the reason, isn't the reason you don't, right? So, so we started talking about that and I said, you really, you really want to start to visualize your life when this isn't an issue anymore, because each and every day you're getting closer to this not being the problem, the staple in your life that's keeping you keeping you from from being everything you want to be and holding you back from everything you've ever ever desired. So um, remember, count your small wins. These are these are this is just this goes so far. The people that that tear up in my office from from success, it's never it's never tearing up because they won the Super Bowl or won the Masters Golf Tournament. It's they tear up because they didn't think they were ever going to be able to walk normal again. They didn't think they were ever going to be on be able to go on a road trip again. They tear up because they never didn't think they were going to be able to walk without a walker or a cane. So it's the small things. It's the simple things. It's the simple wins. And in our lives, uh, we want to remember to count those simple wins because they really they really mean the most. That's what we that's what ultimately keeps us going each and every day. Every day is not going to be a huge Super Bowl win. But uh, before the you know, before Tampa Bay got to the Super Bowl, they had a lot of regular season games that they had to win, right? So they had 16 games that they had to figure out how to have a winning record to put them in the in the position to try to win the Super Bowl or even qualify for the Super Bowl. So for us, um, don't expect to win a Super Bowl every day. Uh, pick every single thing that's going right in your life and one, be thankful for those things, but two, let that kind of set the stage and set the demeanor uh, and your excitement for your day and say, you know what? I've already won. I'm already moving in the right direction. I'm winning this. This is this is what it's all about. And if you've never won, if you've never won anything in your life, I, mean, I meet people like that all the time. That has never, every competition they've ever gotten into, they've never been able to win. They've never succeeded. They've never excelled. And this is kind of the way they view themselves. When they look at themselves, they see themselves as a person that never wins. Um, 
I think they should look a little harder for their wins. Look at the things that they are good at and do do well and that are going well and start to gain momentum based on those and then uh, start to visualize what they want their life to be like because no one wakes up every day excited uh, to lose or excited to be a loser. I mean, that is a terrible feeling, but winning feels good. The problem is some of people have lost so much and so long that they've become so numb that they can't even feel what winning feels like. So just like my patient yesterday, I explained to her, this is what winning feels like. This is what it this is what it feels like. This is fun. There's no reason for you to go back to your old way of thinking and your old beliefs. From now on, you have to believe in you 100% and make sure you see your future. You spend time visualizing your future. So it's, you're not shocked when you look in the mirror one day and say, you know what? I don't have this weight issue anymore, so that means I can do anything I want to do in this life. I have the rest of my life to be set free to do anything I want to do. So uh, count your small wins. That's a, that is one of the, the best things I could ever, ever advise people to do. When things are going rough, you know, when things are going bad in my life and not going as well as I would hope, I always look for the positive. I'm like, what can I be thankful for today? What went right today? What is what is happening that today better today than it did yesterday? And when you find those things and you put that energy, uh, put that energy into your body, into your mind, into your belief, you're like, okay, I can I can do this. I can win this. This is we can turn this thing around. Um, Remember, bad days, bad days are not truly bad days. Typically, there's one or two minutes in a day that are bad, and you let that consume your whole day. So you don't really have bad days. You have bad minute, a bad minute or two. Even if you get a phone call and it's horrific news, that phone call only lasts so long. So it's really up to you after that to dictate the rest of your day. Are you going to let it consume you for the rest of your day? Are you going to let it stop you from helping other people become their best or having a positive influence on the world? It's not a bad day. It's a bad minute or two, and that's all it deserves. It doesn't deserve to turn into a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year. I hear people talk about 2020 being a bad year. I mean, there's no possible way to have 365 days of bad. Now, I understand, yeah, COVID, it was real. It was a real thing. The country shut down. I was in disbelief of what I was seeing and what was happening. I really couldn't believe it. I had to pinch myself a time or two to make sure this wasn't a dream, but it's still it still didn't turn into a bad year. Uh, my life, I mean, it, it really, it, it was great. I mean, a lot of fantastic things happened in 2020. Uh, I was able to help a lot of people when I felt like they needed help the most. Uh, my business itself, it tripled. I mean, a lot of great things happened in 2020. And I could have easily just looked at all of the, the, maybe even the few things that went wrong and said, well, it was just a bad year. It was a bad year. It wasn't a bad year. It might have been a bad day or two. And I had that moment where I had to I had to pivot. I had to figure out, okay, what are we going to do next? You know, if this continues to go in the direction that it's going, what are we going to do next? Because 
I refuse. I refuse to be in the loser column and dwell there and stay there. You know, I might I might take a loss, but I'm not going to lose the whole season. Right. I'm not going to wave the white flag for the rest of the games because I had one bad, bad minute or two or one bad hour or one bad week. I'm like, nope, we're going to pivot. We're going to figure out what we did wrong, where it went south and then we're going to figure out exactly what has to be done in order to get past this. So, um, and it starts with the little things. It starts with the little things that are going your way. Um, for me, when COVID happened, I wrote down all the things that were going right. And then I lo- wrote down all the challenges and I said, OK, so all the things, what are all the advantages I have over everyone else? And I wrote all those things down. And then I said, I wrote down all the things that are obstacles or challenges that that have the potential to derail what I'm trying to do. And I looked at my list of all the positives and they far outweighed the negatives. I'm like, okay, let's go. So this is what we're going to work with. This is our army. This is our team. Here's the direction we're going to go. And I really didn't focus on the negative stuff too much after that. And I, I one of the best things I ever did is I became... Uh, super, super sensitive to blocking out all the mainstream media. So I stayed very clear of that if it came on or crept in, I mean, I was very quick to turn it off, change the station, change the channel, because I didn't want to know what was happening in the world. I really didn't believe anything that they were saying anyway. So I didn't really want to know. And it didn't, I wasn't going to allow that to dictate my, my well-being, my future, my plan. So if you let all this negative energy creep into your head, if you watch sick people long enough, eventually you'll become sick, right? So if you watch, if you watch broke people and hang around broke people long enough, you'll eventually be broke, right? So if you, if you hang around drug addicts long enough, you'll eventually be a drug addict. So you're the sum of the three people you hang around the most. But with this social distancing thing, we might not have been hanging around people. We might have just been watching all the mainstream media outlets which is designed to make you sick. It's designed to keep you broke, keep you in fear, keep you paralyzed, keep you afraid to truly go after everything that God has in store for you. So don't fall into that. Count your simple wins. Be very mindful of who you're listening to. Uh, Be very mindful of your bubble, your space. And most importantly, don't ever stop believing in you. And if you if you're not believing in yourself, I mean, today is your day to start. I mean, you literally you say it out loud. If you're sitting at a stoplight right now listening to this, I mean, you literally say, I believe in me. I believe in me. I believe in my ability to do what God has for me in this life. And you say that over and over and over again. And every time this this sense of doubt or sense of being stuck or sense of life isn't working starts to creep in. You say that. I believe in me. I believe in my ability to do what God has in store for me. And if you say that enough times, eventually you're truly going to believe it. And you're never going to have to doubt yourself ever, ever again. Remember, count your small wins. Every single win It has value. The smallest wins are some of the best wins. You don't have to win a Super Bowl every day, but eventually you're going to get that Super Bowl uh, and your Super Bowl is going to be exactly what God has in store for you. God bless.